Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump Inauguration Dump Edition. Today was the day. Inauguration Dump. The inauguration happened today, although by the time you're listening to it, the inauguration will have had happened already on uh, two days ago. I felt like I finally divorced my abusive husband. Well, wait, why was that the analogy you went to? Because like this morning I was like, oh, it's like we finally got rid of this like abusive relationship. Like I finally got out of it. I know, but is that like t- psychological telegraphing where I'm, It's that's your primary analogy because that's ha- the- No, I'm not talking about you. Prison you feel trapped in? I feel pretty trapped, but I'm not talking about you. <laughs> in a relationship or in the <laughs> pandemic? In the pandemic. But you feel really good about a relationship, right? You well, better say right. No, right, I do. better say right. I'm just like, I kind of forgot like what life is. Um. Well, I didn't forget what life is. But today was a good day, though. Feeling good. Um. Night. It's been nice watching the QAnon people uh, come to life like in Lord of the Rings where the old king comes out of his spell and is like, oh, shit. I've been in a cobweb spell this whole time. That's been kind of a fun take online. I'm just ready to stop talking about politics. That's not going to happen. You don't think? I think we could just move on. No. No? I mean, it's not like problems have gone away. That's that's true. It's kind of like, what a dumb person would think. <laughs> like now I that get Biden's of- in office, you're like, no, I can just relax on my lazy boy. No, I. This is what I think. I don't. I obviously we're in an in an acute state of uh 
of of problematics. You know, we've got the climate crisis, which is the most important thing to me. We've got race stuff, which is totally, uh, you know, uh, like never been worse and never been more acute. We've got bizarre sedition cults occurring. We've got the, a global the, pandemic, the end of truth, nobody believing anything, chaos. Yes, it's all bad. And everyone's going to become addicted to the computer and the internet like never before and all the small business are going to businesses are going to close. Okay, if you So pu- that's like a lot. If you put it like that, <laughs> it does seem kind of rough, but my point is that <laughs> when the last president got into office, like our consciousnesses were were swallowed whole and have been being chewed upon for str- four straight years. I do not want to go another four years thinking about a politician every day of my life. I don't like politicians. I don't like political maneuverers. Anybody that wants to be a politician and run the world, anybody who, it's a its a sociopathic desire to want to run a country. All I want to do is run a podcast. Well, then here, by the way, beside the podcast thing, you sound like a good candidate of someone who should use their phone less. Because what, what is, the more you the use connection? your phone, the more they're going to keep talking about Trump and keep talking about things because we have this like sick fascination with like mainlining terrible things into our brains. So like we're still going to click on it. And we're still going to want to know about it. And we're still going to love reading about it. And you know what? You might be right. I'm going to stop using my phone altogether. <laughs> I'm just saying it could help a little bit. Like, it's not over. Like, everyone's figured out how to manipulate us now with our phones. We're all becoming, like, super addicted. And then the phones is, like, politics and information and bad information and people getting inciting. We get it. You don't like cellular (laughs) technology. I think at this point that's been pretty firmly established. Okay, okay. I want a threesome. You don't like cell phones. I think our listeners get it. Okay, well, let's listen to some secrets. Hey, Moshe and Natasha, I have a secret here for you guys. I'm currently living back at home uh, with my parents and my two brothers. Since, you know, the dorm rooms are all locked down because of COVID. And sometimes if my dad's away at work and I notice that the sink is full of dirty dishes, I will tell my two younger brothers that my dad asked me to tell them to wash the dishes before he gets home, even though he didn't ask me to do that. But I know that when he gets home, he likes to see that there are no dishes in the sink. So, yeah, it's just ultimately I think I'm doing a good thing here. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm sorry. Is this a deep, dark secret or an episode of Leave it to Beaver? (laughs) Why don't you go out and live a little bit and call us back, motherfucker? Wait, but the fact that I think... All kids should do dishes. I know. It's essential. Like the place we're staying at right now, we're potted with another family. Their kids are doing dishes. I love it. I have friends who kids whose kids won't even load the dishwasher. They're just used to being waited on. I used to have to do dishes. I want to become one of these like military dads. Well, yeah, I'm like, I don't take no quarter. You call me sir. <laughs> you are like that. You call me sir. <laughs> I'm not dad tonight. <laughs> You basically are that without scrub a dub dub, and then I'd be soft. Afterwards, I'd be soft. I take you aside. I say, "Hey, uh, you know, Dad loves you more than anything, uh, but I gotta gotta whip you in the shape." You know, I don't want to be one of those military dads who's like, um, 
who's like 95 and dying of like uh, uh, cascading lymphoma. And then it's like, I love, I, I love, I love, ah, forget it, I'll just die. You know, there's that kind of military dad that's just unloving. I want to be like loving, I want to be like a loving general. That's why I'm wearing camo right now. I like it. The loving general. Let's hear another secret. Hi, Mosa and Natasha. Me and my partner have a shared secret. Hi, I'm the partner. Yeah, she's <laughs> here with me. We used to do a radio show together. Yeah, and um, for some reason, uh, it would just really turn me on whenever we were in the radio show and, like, playing songs and, like, something about, yeah, I don't know, just, like, fell in his lap and stuff like that. And <laughs> we would, like, taunt each other. And one day, it was getting hot and heavy, I guess, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> we went into the bathroom yeah we like put a couple songs on and like decided to go into the bathroom and try to have sex and we got like <laughs> like a minute or two into it maybe a minute yeah. before we just heard like a loud banging on the door and like got freaked out and obviously it ended but um yeah i think we were both really embarrassed then we just went back to the radio show and kept doing it yeah, yeah. thanks who banged on the door? We never got that information. <laughs> they banged in the bathroom and some there was something fell or something and they stopped. I'm going to guess based on their uh, vocal intonations that this was college radio. <laughs> <laughs> but they were so cute. They had such they a cute, cute relationship. They had a good dynamic, the two they of them. They just and put on some tunes and went and humped in the bathroom. Yeah, the and... dark side of the moon. That's what you got to do, right? You got to get one of those like, and now for a ex super extended cut of John Coltrane's Love Supreme. Like you got to give yourself time to fuck, you know? You, you got to give it a long LP. Yeah. We should fuck during during this podcast. We should just get a really long-winded guest on, and when they're just like pontificating, we could just go into the trailer bathroom and just bang a roo. I always find that like I don't, I don't really want people to watch me have sex. Well, who would be watching? But I'm not. I'm. I'll tell you this. I'm not. In, I've never been into element of danger sex. <laughs> I don't understand it. I've never gotten it where it's like, what turns me on is if there's a security guard doing rounds while I fuck you in the... No, that's kind of cool. Like, what if you were, like, in a church or something or, like, in a Not place... Well, what if a you needed privacy? Synagogue, yes. Wait, what if you needed privacy? Is that what you equate churches with? Well, I'm just saying that's, like, an empty church and you need to, like, you know, pull over to, like, fuck because you're so, like... Ah. What's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? Probably this trailer. This trailer? <laughs> okay. Can we take another secret? Sure. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, my boyfriend finally left the house so I can call you in confidence. I don't have to try to disguise my voice. But, okay, this is a new boo. I guess it's not new because we're quarantined, but Valentine's. But uh, uh, and that's been like three or four years now. <laughs> okay, so we met at a bar when he'd get off work. And there's that. And then 
you know, he'd just kind of wear casual tech bro clothes. <laughs> like, not even also my thing. Okay. What I'm talking about is my boyfriend wears leggings every single day. Now, when I first met him, he was wearing jeans and a regular t-shirt. Just nothing to write home about. But now that we've been quarantined, um, the only pants he'll ever wear are leggings. Leggings, like leggings. And, you know, I, like, try to be open about it because, you know, if I had some funny quirk that made me very comfortable, I should be open to it, but it just does not work for me, but oh, there's everything else. He's great with this person, but they wear leggings and they think they look so goddamn hot, and I just disagree, but I don't know how. I'm just going to keep it a secret from them because I'm not trying to yuck their yum, but I had to tell someone. Okay, thanks. Bye. I'm sorry. Yuck. Don't say yuck. They're yum. Oh, you were really feeling compassion for this woman <laughs> until she said yuck your yum. Yeah, because like, I was going to say, for me, it's a it's a deal breaker. Leggings? I can't do it. Okay. I just keep imagining a man in leggings and like just all of it. Like just I, I, I hate when someone's cat like Moshe, you have like a little bit of an issue with your casual clothes. Oh really? Yeah, like you you wear like um Nike nylon shorts for like punching punching things. My boxing shorts? Yes, and you wear wrestling shoes sometimes. Those are workout clothes. I know, but then but you don't have like... them on in the house and it's hard. Wait. I'm just what, saying. What are leggings? Leggings are like black tight. Oh, they're like the they're... lycra tights almost, long that a man wears. I got it. They're, they're the, like very the, the, feminine. Workout, the workout yes, leggings. Yes, that like, basically like the, the, the you know, um, Lululemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. But like the cool, like Matrix. Doesn't matter. Matrix Lululemon. I mean, this guy would have to be so unique to pull it off. I, could, mm. I can picture it, but any of the men I've ever dated, if I picture them in leggings right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually a really good way if you're trying to get over a guy and like he broke your heart just picture him in leggings and then you'll get over him well you listen you have fashion issues too okay i'm just saying like for example you do not know about the fact that there are pants like <laughs> you only wear shorts and skirts and even when i don't really like pants even when it's extremely <laughs> cold outside and i'm like you should probably put some pants on you will be like, oh, that's not cute. And then we'll get to wherever we're going and you'll be like, oh, I'm so cold. I don't love pants. Or you also are not aware that when you go on like a hardcore hike that requires scrambling up rock faces, that are these flats cute is not your, shouldn't be your primary decision maker. So maybe you need a little more leggings in your life, a little more utilitarian Listen, functionality. Listen, maybe I do, but you don't. Men shouldn't wear leggings. It's a bad look. <laughs> okay. Let's hear another secret. Oh, oh, wait, but I have more advice for her. Can oh, I just give her her stop. advice really quick? No, stop. <laughs> no, hold yes. on. Just really quickly. Oh, so Moshe wears these Nike nylon. What? This doesn't feel like advice. <laughs> hold on. And I was like, ugh. 
okay, I got to get him some cute casual clothes. So I, I spent all this money and I like researched like best. I was like, maybe he'll wear like cashmere she got shorts. Me. She and got so I got him like three different cashmere capri pants. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm not feeling this like workout gear you've got. Let me butch you up and get you some cashmere capri I wanted pants. you to try on the three different ones. You could see which ones you like best. Horrifying. Then I returned the others. Ugly, he hated them all. Ugly, he got... and, ugly and not functional. Extremely hot. Only around your genitals. Live, leaves like, like endless amounts of cashmere pills on your genitals. Not this good. is why it's superior to be a woman. There's a pandemic. I don't have to wear underwear. I can just wear this like white slip dress, put a sweater over it. My life is like easy. Until we get outside and then you're like, I'm me chilly. No, but then I get different layers of coats and I could put leggings on, but like a Wait, man. Wait, you get to wear leggings? Uh, yes, 100%. They look great on women. Men should not wear leggings. <laughs> little binary. Little Wait, bit, little bit binary hold there. Hold on, hold on. I have a question for you, though, Moshe. What is a good casual look for a man? Women can well, pull it off I will tell you. so easily I'll, in so many different ways, I'll, but like... I'll tell you what's a good casual look for a man. I'm not first, liking it. Well, first of all, ca I'm very grateful. But, uh, although Natasha's talking shit, I'm one of the best dressed men in comedy. I think we can all agree on that. There's like, it's You're not definitely a, in the top 10. And there's unfortunately, there's only 10 men in comedy <laughs> that can dress well. I mean, most <laughs> comedians wear my workout outfit for their stage uh, performance <laughs> outfit. But this is what I will say. I spent the last three or four or five or seven years in like structured... Um, Selvage denim just suffering because what was in at that time were, were jeans that you could take off and they would stand up on their own and they're like don't ever wash them so you'd be like have these like uncomfortable stinky like almost rock solid jeans what a time that was but now men's fashion has moved slowly into like comfortable things being cool and I'm very grateful for that the company that I fuck with it's a little difficult to find stuff that doesn't look wild, but it's called Dr. Collectors, and it's it's my favorite clothing company. It's called Dr. Collectors in Los Angeles, and uh, it's this old French dude in L.A. who's, like, cooler than any young person you've ever met, and he, like, takes all this old material and pants, and he restructures them and re-sews them, and some of the stuff is so comfortable and so dope-looking. So my suggestion would be to take what Natasha did, but... You know, don't do cashmere. Go to Dr. Collectors, buy him some really super comfortable lounging around the house sweats or pants that are dope looking, and you have yourself a sexy little man. Oh my God, you're so right, because once you started wearing those those long... Are these comfortable for you They're right the now? They're the most comfortable. <gasps> That's amazing. Once you started wearing those... It was better. Dr. Collectors. They're like little like... It's expensive. Um, I will say it's expensive. So... But he hand makes them. He, he's the best. This shit is the best. I can't... I cannot say So they're like drawstring pants. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not... I don't really follow the trends because I have just style. So I don't really have to worry You're about... You're not a, a trend <laughs> jockey. Not really. You're an ageless beauty. I kind of just like to do the same thing that I like and then like, you know... What, wait for the world to catch up? Um... Something like that, yes, Moshe. Well, I think Natasha's on to something. If you don't like what your guy is wearing, or your uh, girl, I guess, you can buy them something that you think looks cool. That's what I was trying to say. Hope they fall in love with it. And also, I didn't even know if any of this would look good on Moshe, but you just have didn't. to try it. And it did <laughs> yeah. not. It but you know what? Those Nike nylon shorts that you wear that are like, or like board shorts, or any of that stuff is like not cute. Well, 
And I think that now that we're home so much, we have to figure out how to make our casual clothes a reflection of who we are. I will say I've gotten more disgusting since the pandemic because I'm just sitting around all the time and it's difficult to pull it all together. Well, I bought some black silk pajamas. I kind of splurged and then I wear them every day. Yep. She hasn't taken them off in weeks and they stink. And then... (laughs) But then at least I feel like I have a shirt on. And then, you know, I can like put on, I can take off the pants and put on, you know, a poncho and then maybe some leggings. The truth is. And then I don't really ever have to like stray from that outfit. If I'm being honest, Natasha, how dope you dress is a big part of the reason we're around today. Like that we're together today. Oh, you wouldn't have had sex with me otherwise? I probably would have had sex with you, but like, but you being a fashion plate, that's what kept me to stay. That's cute. I would say that your top traits in order <laughs> are your fashion sense, your butt, and your personality. And then the third category would be personality, mind, uh, and countenance. That's so nice. Isn't that nice? It goes clothing, your, your, um, your thang, and then all of the other combined elements of your intellect, personality, comedy skills, sweetness, kindness, everything else is a third category, and it's, it's in the third tier. Thank you. You are welcome. All right. Well, listen, um, it's been swell. Are we done? Yeah, I guess we're done. Yeah. All right. It has been swell. No, this has been a swell time. Sorry, I'm just stressed out because we we came in to do this podcast and our baby was still kind of crying. And so I just want to make sure she's okay. Yeah, maybe people don't understand the exact dynamic of how we're podcasting right now, which is that we're living in the A-frame that my grandfather built in the middle of the woods. And at night when we put our kid down, we run out to my trailer, to my uh, my motorhome, uh, which you know I'm obsessed with. We record in here. It's like a little podcasting studio. And then we run back and we... Uh, well, we have a, another couple who can be in there to watch our kid, but then we need to make sure that she's okay. That's so true. So we should probably go. I'm going to go throw on some Nike dry fit uh, <laughs> workout pants, my boxing shoes, and Natasha will put on our silk PJs and we're going to go watch some more footage of the fucking inauguration. <laughs> Okay, stay safe out there, America and Natasha. Yes. Until next time. Yes. I love you. I love you too.